0: There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Told of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James.
1: Today, we're going to talk about something that is on everybody's mind, whether they are cognizant or not. Or not. Inflation. They may know what the concept is. They may know stuff costs a lot more, but they may not really understand the whole ramifications of why, where, how to still accumulate uh, savings and plan for retirement while inflation's going on and things like that. And uh, that's what you're here for.
2: It's an issue right now. I think we're going to see as time goes on our, our savings savings was starting to get to a good all-time high, and I think that's that's going to slow down and maybe even stop if we keep at the rate where we're at for inflation. Uh, inflation's at a, f- what's it, a 40-year high now? 40-year high. Mm-hmm. 8%? Yes, just sir. Just about? Yep. Uh, back in November, it accelerated to 6.8% uh, in November of 2021. So we're in it, and yep. we're all feeling it. You see it at the gas pumps. You see it at the grocery stores. You
1: see it no matter where you go. You see it. Well, now, recently, if you read the financial news, uh, I scan it from time to time. The Fed came out and said that they anticipated six 25 basis points increases in 2022 and three 25 basis points increases in 2023. So does that mean that inflation will be under control? We won't have to worry about it. Is that good news? Is that bad? What does that mean? It's not instant. There's a lag time involved. There is. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, doing six, um, yeah. six and nine months sounds to me like a lot. Yeah, but that's not. It, it is. I mean, we're, we're definitely tapping the brakes. Okay, okay. Uh, we're cool.
2: We're trying to cool the and economy. That, that will help it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, inflation is, in one hand, it's a good thing. In another hand, it's a bad thing to mm-hmm. people. People are paying more, but what what's going to happen is they're going to tap the brakes and, uh, Things are going to come down. Look, we were at historical low interest rates at zero. They do six. Yep. You're at one and a half. Well, right? One and a half 20, percent. 25. Yeah, times tw- 25. If they're doing yeah. six yeah. at yeah. 25 bps. Yep. Uh, it, we're way ahead. I mean, inflation,
3: the, the Fed policy is to try to keep their, – their policy is about prices, right? That's what the Fed is responsible for. And they want to keep inflation right around the 2% range. Um, they let it run a little bit um, with the, in, during the pandemic because it, the economy was going from a dead stop, mm-hmm. absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. to ramping up big time, and that was creating a lot of pressures uh, on prices, and prices were rising, and they kept saying it's transitory, it's transitory, i.e. it's temporary. Um, Well, it's turning out not to be temporary, and then the action we're seeing in Ukraine is, is making it that much worse. So what happened is, under normal circumstances, the Fed would come in and slowly raise rates to try to keep inflation down. But they didn't. And so now, instead of what they call a soft landing, where they raise rates slowly and everything kind of, it's kumbaya, mm-hmm. and we get through this thing nicely, yep. now they're throwing their foot on the brake. Um, you know, they're doing it over you know the course of the year and into next year, um, but it's going to, it may very well have an impact on, on the economy uh, in slowing it down, so, uh, which uh, is so- what it's designed to do, but you don't want to break the economy. What are the right? other problems, <laughs> Peter? What?
2: is during the pandemic, the federal government just floated so much cash well, into yeah, the economy. Right, yeah. People got cash heavy, and they were spending it. Yeah. They were spending it. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why I think inflation also came on as quick as it did. Correct. Uh was just the spending habits of the American people. Well,
1: they're also talking now, I've seen stories in Congress, I think there were four or five separate rebate programs. They're talking about sending cash back to consumers uh, on your gas bill that you're uh, to send money back, yeah, and they were going. What they were going to do was set up a tax, uh, a, a a windfall tax on the oil companies once they achieved a certain level, and if gas prices were over four dollars a gallon uh, for a pr- certain period of time, then you would get a check in the mail for four hundred dollars or six hundred dollars. I'm like, really? Was I, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, Congress, there are at least five uh, proposals in Congress floating money coming back. Well, the one thing you're already seeing is the
2: effects of just this first increase in mortgage rates. Uh, So you're going to see the housing market eventually slow down. I mean, I saw a 30 year mortgage fixed at uh, 4.26. And, uh, you know, six months ago, you could have got that for 2.75. Will
1: this do anything for savings rates? Will those increase? They won't.
2: Every banker I've talked to said no. Okay. It's not going to, the bumps will really not affect. Your savings account CD rates right now, because really it's coming from the other end of the banks loaning money out, mm-hmm. and they haven't been loaning money out because the economy's been so heavy into cash. Right. There's so much cash flow out there. So, okay. it's, a lot of people think that they're going to see bumps in their checking and savings in the CDs. And what I've been told is don't expect it real quick. It's okay. Not something that's going to happen
1: real quick. All right. Wow. If, so, we're going to be here for a while. The inflation.
3: I I believe so. Okay. Um, You know, this transitory thing, maybe they were, look, I'm not, you know, on the Fed, but, you know, if you look at, transitory means temporary, right? If you look at how companies, we we have record low unemployment right now. So what are companies doing to attract employees? They're increasing the wages they pay them. When's the last time you ever saw – it's kind of like taxes. Taxes never go down. Pay cuts are pretty darn rare, right? So the higher wages that are being paid are, are here permanently. Um, the, the oil prices, the energy prices we're paying right now, if Russia stays out of the market um, in its entirety, uh, which is not right now, by the way, but if they are precluded from the global economy with their with their energy, it's got to come from somewhere, and you can't – it's not like turning on a spigot. These <laughs> These energy companies have to do a lot of work to start producing more. So I think we're going to see that high for an elevated period of time. Um, the the shipping, uh, global shipping, um, they they scuttled a lot of ships, i.e. they brought them to India and had them taken apart uh, during the pandemic because there wasn't a lot of shipping. You can't just build a ship overnight. So they're mm-hmm. they're starting to come uh, back online. So I I, I think inflation is going to be here for quite some time. I hope I hope it's not staying at eight percent, um, but I think it'll be
1: higher than the Fed target of two. I mean, would we be, I assume we'd be in better shape if we were down to 5% inflation? Oh, absolutely. Better because, than where we are because now. Because right. the, the cost of living increase that Social Security recipients got was what,
2: 6.2? It was 6.2, but remember, they also increased your Medicare Part B. So yeah. is that what they actually gave you? They went from $144.50 up to $170. Yeah.
1: Right, so there's a net. It's not, yeah, it's yeah. not just 6.2. I you think get, for many people it was net negative. Yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah, they yeah. made
3: a little bit more social security but the increase in their uh Medicare part
1: B ate that all up and then some. Right. But then when you factored yeah. in the inflation on top of it, <laughs> right. people thought they were going to come out ahead of the game and negative negative. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: this is really at the point where you know, we have a lot of people we've come across over the years and they're sitting there with money sitting in savings and checking and you know, CDs and they're not making anything. And you know, you sit sit there and say, you know, you're losing money. Your purchasing power is diminishing every time inflation goes up. You may be making half a percent in the bank and it's costing you 8% more to buy another good or service.
1: You're losing money. Yeah. Seven and a half percent. Right. So now is the time. But to them, they were taught have money in the bank, have cash on hand. That's what my parents and my grandparents taught me. I got it. Yay me. So they thought they were doing a good thing. They did.
2: But as we've talked about in previous programs, that was yesterday's retirement. We're talking about today's retirement and the educational process you should put yourself through, what you should understand, the effects of inflation on money, how it can affect your long-term retirement planning goals. You got to sit down and talk to someone about this. Because if you don't, you're going to get caught between a rock and a hard plate and you know, you're going to get to that retirement age and you didn't do the proper planning. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's, you may be one of those guys. It's not about retirement. It's about rehirement. You're going to have to go back to work, do something different. And that, that was, that's, that's not uncommon right now for
1: people. But is it getting harder for that to happen or employers still looking for seasoned people? Well, I think they're the most reliable people. Let's
2: face that fact, right? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, there's, oh, yeah. plenty, there's plenty of jobs available for anybody who wants to work. It's, are you reliable? Are you going to come to work every day and, uh, you know, do your job? Mm-hmm. But I you, can't you, tell you how many people that I know that are
3: small business employers, and they tell me that <laughs> on a regular basis, people, they just stop showing up. They don't resign. They, do. they don't do anything. Or they or they do they tax. Where's I'm Where's done. Joey? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a couple of days. Yeah. Oh, I guess he doesn't work here anymore. Uh, it's it's astounding. It's true. That's an entirely different uh, yeah. uh, issue. Yeah. But yeah. but I,
1: I swear, every week I see stories on uh, network television or, or on the internet. So and so bus driver uh, retiring, eighty seven years old. He's been driving the bus route for the past fifty years. Yeah. Or or you know, a dentist or somebody who's working in a grocery store for the past seventy four years. And it's like, and this this is what I do. I never thought about retiring. This that's... is you know what I I would hate to see somebody get. to the the retirement phase, and then because they weren't prepared for today's economy, have to go back to work. Yeah.
2: It's a common thing, though, Peter, because they haven't done the proper planning. Uh. They haven't educated themselves. They've let too much money sit at home or in the bank. And I'll tell you, it's a bad place. There are places to earn interest, and you can still look at places with a safety factor involved so you're not exposed to markets, or you can be exposed to markets it's, you know, we'll try to find and educate you on what you are comfortable with from an investment standpoint. And we'll do all the research and we'll come up with all the different solutions and explain it to them. So they understand it. Sounds good.
3: The other thing that people need to remember is (laughs) live within your means. This, I can't tell you how many times I see people that have extended credit card debt because they're spending more money than they make. If you can't afford it, don't buy it right live within your means put some money aside for the future and if you if you're consistent with it and you do it religiously and you have a plan in place you'll be okay but put the plan in place and don't spend money you don't have i know that sounds reasonable it it sounds (laughs) simple
1: it sounds simple (laughs) and yet a lot of people just don't get it yeah there's needs and wants i need it i want it correct yeah yeah there you go
0: yeah it's
2: instant gratification yeah that's Uh, exactly what it is you know Back in the days, our parents would have to work for it, save for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Now you can borrow, get it,
1: just, you know. Keep. Or, or, or you could, and, and I mean no disrespect, but rent to own. Yeah. You know? you Hey, you want a big TV for the football game? Yeah. You can rent to own it. Yeah. Uh, washer dryers. Uh, you, you Boom. But I'm thinking, okay, but if you put a little money aside in two months or three months, you'd have it, probably get it on a sale. But now you're paying for that, the interest to that, to that, to that, that. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. For instant gratification, yeah. just like you said, Steve.
2: Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Instant gratification. Because I want People, it. I want it, and I want it now. And, and it's interesting because even my own kids, I've heard similar things at a smaller scale come out of their mouth, mm-hmm. and it absolutely puts me through the ceiling. <laughs> and it's not I, how I raised you. <laughs> and, well, no. And I step in and I do a check and balance, and they kind of look at me, yeah, you're right, Dad yeah uh, you can't afford that
1: mm-hmm.
2: no don't do it yeah
1: and you the, know the other thing I see a lot of is how to improve your credit scores, those ads on TV and it's it's typically the younger the younger market mm-hmm. but it shows them with like a, a 600 and, and then they're living in question driving a questionable car, a seedy looking apartment and then it shows if you go up to 740 all of a sudden, The ride's better. The apartment's better. The furnishings are better. So they're saying, this is you now, higher credit score, this good. But I'm thinking, yeah, but, okay, but you still have to spend the money to get that stuff. Not only to get the stuff, but what's the cost to get the higher credit rating Well, that's it. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm always interested in that. Uh, What does it cost to do something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, and
3: what they should be advertising is that if you increase your credit score. Now, when you need to borrow to buy your home, you'll get a better rate because you got a better credit score. Yep. Instead, they say, if you get a better rate, you can buy more stuff. Yeah. You know, know, it's but yeah. it's a consumer society, mm-hmm. and um, you know it's important that we we work with our children and our kids and make them understand the importance of saving. You know, my my daughter bought new skis this year. She saved up all summer working at a restaurant because she, Dad, I want those new skis. I say, okay, well you've got to do that. That's, that this is on you, Carrie. So she saved and saved and saved, and she bought a brand new pair of skis in December, and then in January they were stolen. But oh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> did you have insurance? Uh, no. They were actually, apparently they weren't stolen. They were misplaced uh, by somebody who borrowed them at the ski area. Oh. Uh, so she got them back. But now, just, month. just out of curiosity, what's a new pair of skis go for? The ones she got were about $900. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. wow. Yeah,
1: holy yeah, cow. I haven't bought a pair of free. Wow.
3: Yeah. Or you can go to the dump and they're free well yeah so we do that as well
2: oh you came to us they're free from us too <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. all my kids we kept, we kept everything you know? yeah i know you know someone needs something yeah right here
1: we got yeah, it. helping me clean thank you yeah uh, yeah yeah see uh, and and you, you've talked about that before you were one of what six or seven kids one of seven so one of seven uh you one, only child
2: uh one sister
1: okay who who learns a better lesson uh, the only child or two kids or somebody comes out of seven?
2: I, I don't think it is relative. Really? No, I think what it, it's your parents and what, what values and morals yeah. they raised you nice. on. Huh. Yeah. Um, I, I think it has nothing to do with how many kids are in the family. Cause where I grew up, you know, there were families with just two and three kids or whatever, and they were raised the same way I was. I mean, I yeah. think it's that, that generation, you know, mm-hmm. there's yeah. consequences for your actions. Be re- fiscally responsible save, I mean, that was kind of pounded into my head. I can remember getting my first savings book mm-hmm. in, in grammar school yeah. and, and, and them teaching us what that was all about. I
0: remember
1: that every Wednesday. Bring in, bring in a was, dollar, bring in 50 uh, cents, yeah. and it added to your savings But box. see, I would hear stories like like you, uh, multiple children in the family, and I would hear these little lessons learned. And then i talked talk to an only child, and they're like, what? It was me. I expect it was going to come to be. A whole different mindset. Uh just
2: curious. Yeah, I, th- I think it's. Uh, I think it's can be anywhere across the board depending on the parents. In my personal opinion. Yep. But, all,
1: right, all right. So inflation's here, here to stay for a while. Breaks are being put well, on. Well, listen, inflation's going to be here forever. But know, right, right. Yeah, but levels, not One farmer. Yeah, correct. Not. It's at what rate? So, right. so how do we? How do, How can we get our financial house in order while we're still in the seven eight percent range? It's understanding first of
2: all, you know, what it costs you to live, and keeping a close eye on what you're spending and maybe not go after the stuff that you don't need to spend money on right now uh you know i had to have a guy come to my house this morning and look at my boiler i've been told by several people my boiler goes you see that part right there steve they don't make it anymore you're without a furnace i'm not in a rush to do it but he was really nice guy and he said hey steve listen you want to know something He goes, my costs are going up. He says, if you can put this off. I said, am I throwing the dice? He goes, yeah, you are. So I am. Do I pay the high price now or try to put it off for what, two years? I mean, I'd like to see inflation, you know, come down somewhat and level off. Mm -hmm. But there are things you can do. Uh, You know, instead of having your money sit in these accounts that is not earning barely anything, start getting your money to earn more interest so that you can actually have a higher purchasing power if you actually need something. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Yeah, the problem we have right now, though, is that, as Steve mentioned, banks aren't really increasing uh, the rates that they're paying. paying folks. So, you know... you're or your savings or CDs. Savings or right. CDs. Yeah. You, or even um, these, these uh, you know, you can put a, a multi-year guaranteed annuity. Okay. Um, you're not going to get 8%, which is where inflation is today. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you, you it's just not going to happen. You could put it in there and make more than the 0. .025 you're getting at the bank, um, but it's going to be tough to keep up with inflation. The only way to keep up with inflation right now uh, is to invest... Basically, in kind of the stock market, whether it be stocks or, or real estate investment trusts or gold or other, other investments, is how you're going to beat inflation. Um, there's risk with that because you could always lose money. But if you're doing it over the long term and you've got a plan in place, you will end up ahead.
0: You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast, presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888 333 3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Investment products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.